0: Welcome to What Encounter with Dr. Abiodun Podcast. Thank you for joining us for today's episode. It's my prayer that as you listen to this week's message, the Lord will bless you abundantly. Let's join Dr. Charles Abiodun for today's message.
1: Good morning, everybody. I'm Dr. Abiodun, welcoming everyone to this week's podcast. I'm glad to have you on board this week, and I know the Lord is going to bless you bountifully. As we go into the word of the Lord together. Our topic this week is standing for Jesus. Standing for Jesus. Our text is taken from Romans chapter 8 from verse 28 to verse 39. Romans chapter 8 beginning from verse 28 through verse 39. I'm reading from the New King James Version. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, this he also called. Whom he called, this he also justified. And whom he justified, this he also glorified. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died, and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us, who shall separate us from the love of Christ, shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sort, as it is written, For your sake we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing, shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless you, honor you and adore you, Lord. Thank you for this beautiful week that you have brought us once again, Lord, into your presence to receive your word. Lord, as we come into your presence this week, oh Lord God, we want you to bless us, want you to heal us, want you to... Lord. Do that which you alone can do in our lives, in our situations, in our homes, in our nations. That, Lord, your name alone shall continue to be glorified and exalted. Your counsel alone shall continue, Lord God, to prevail. That we shall continue to do your bidding. And we shall continue to bring glory to your name. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Standing for Jesus. Standing for Jesus implies always being there to defend the cause of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Being unrelenting, in proclaiming one's belief and strong conviction in the things that Jesus stands for. Hallelujah. Standing for Jesus means nothing can separate us from the love of Christ like the text we've just read. Romans chapter 8. If you read from verse Thirty-five. say who shall separate us from the love of Christ, shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or salt? As it is written for your sake, we are killed all day long we are counted as sheep for the slaughter. So yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And then he goes on to say, in verse thirty-eight: "For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor death, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord." That's standing for Jesus. That nothing will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Oh, standing for Jesus is being unrelenting in proclaiming. I believe and strong conviction in the things that Jesus stands for. You know, standing can be positive and can also be negative. But when you're talking of standing for Jesus, it is definitely positive. Because you can stand for various things and those things may not actually be positive. But when we talk about standing for Jesus, it is something that is definitely positive. And we need to realize that he's not ready to live who is not yet ready to die. That's the truth. If we're going to live for Jesus, we must be ready to die for him. Because whoever is not ready to die is not yet ready to live. That's what John chapter 20, 12, verse 24 says. Most assuredly, I say to you, that was Jesus speaking there, say, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. Hallelujah. And if you also read Matthew chapter 10, verse 39, Matthew 10, 39 says, He who finds his life will lose it, and he who loses his life for my sake will find it. So if you're not ready to die for Jesus, you cannot live for him. Hallelujah. And that's why you must be ready to die for Jesus. He's worth dying for. He died for us. He gave his life for us. And so we must be ready, prepared to die for him, to stand for him in every situation of life. Now let's look at reasons for standing for Jesus. We, in fact, we're going to look <clears throat> that has discussed this month, this uh, Sunday in th- three levels. Number one, reasons for standing for Jesus. Two, hindrances to standing for Jesus. And finally, we're going to look at the pillars for standing for Jesus. So we're going to look first at reasons for standing for Jesus. And there are about seven reasons I have here. Number one, see all things are made to comply to God's will for you. Because God has made everything to work in your favor. God has made everything to comply for you to His own will for you. So you should love Jesus. You should be able to stand for Him. In Romans chapter eight, verse twenty-eight, the Bible tells us that we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. And if you read Isaiah chapter forty-three. Verses 2 and 4. Verse 2 says, When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burnt, nor shall the flames scorch you. Then verse 4 says, Since you were precious in my sight, you have been honoured. And i have loved you therefore i will give men for you and people for your life hallelujah what beautiful promise that god has for you and i and that's why we need to stand for him we should be able to stand for him there's no need to renounce jesus there's no need to deny jesus I say if we deny him in this adulterous generation he says he we deny us when he comes in his glory with his holy angels may the lord not deny us in the name of jesus number two reason why we must stand for Jesus is that you, you have been called by God. You have been called by God. Every believer, everyone who's given his life to Jesus has been called by God. You have been called by God. And so you should stand for Jesus. Oh, oh, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, it says, But you are a chosen generation a real priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And verse 10 says, who once were not a people but now the people of God who had not obtained mercy but now have obtained mercy and remember Jesus said it said many are called but few are chosen so you are a privileged few who have been chosen and so you should stand for Jesus hallelujah number 3 reason why you should stand for Jesus you are being conformed to the image of Christ day by day hallelujah 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18 says but we all with not veiled face beholding us in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. That's a great privilege. You have been transformed into the image of Christ day by day, day by day, day by day. You have been made like him. And the Bible says we have the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. So you should stand for Jesus. Then number four is, you say, you are free from condemnation. God has set you free from every form of condemnation. And that's why you should stand for Jesus because Jesus effected this on your behalf. Hallelujah. If you read Romans chapter 8, verse 30, verse 33, Let's look at Romans chapter 8, verse 30. It says, Moreover, whom he predestined, this he also called. Whom he called, this he also justified. And whom he justified, this he also glorified. Who shall bring a change against, I mean, beg your pardon. Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Hallelujah. That's it. God has justified you and no power can condemn you. If we look at Romans chapter 8, verses 1 and 2, it says, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk after according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. You are free from condemnation. <clears throat> and that's why you should love Jesus. That's why you should be able to stand for Jesus. Number five, you are crowned. Or let's say you are glorified with Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! That's our text again, Romans chapter eight. If you look at verse thirty of that, it says, "Moreover, whom He predestined, those I mean, this He also called; whom He called, this He also justified; and whom He justified, this He also glorified." You are glorified with Christ Jesus. And if you look at Psalm eight, if you read from verse three to verse six, say, "When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have ordained." What is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him? For you have made him a little lower than the angels and you have crowned him with glory and honor, with glory and honor, with glory and honor. Hallelujah. You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet. God see I mean, the word of God says you have been crowned with glory and honor. That's great. That's why you should honor Jesus. That's why you should be able to stand for him in every situation. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Number six, you are made more than a conqueror. Hallelujah. Jesus has made you more than a conqueror. More than a conqueror. More than a conqueror. That's what verse 37 of our text says. Romans 8, 37 says, Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Who loved us? That's Jesus. Through Jesus, you and I have been made more than a conqueror. So you have been made more than a conqueror. You be able to stand for Jesus because of what he's done on your behalf. 1 John chapter 4, verse 4, Say, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Who is in you? Jesus is in you. Oh, God the Father is in you, God the Son is in you, God the Holy Spirit is in you, and they are greater than the devil out there in the world. Because in Revelation chapter 3, verse 20, oh, Jesus said there, uh, say he knocks on the door of your heart that if you will open, he will come in, and he will come in with his Father. Of course, when Jesus and the Father comes in, the Holy Spirit is with them. Hallelujah. I said they will come and dine with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you'll remain more than a conqueror. And greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So stand for Jesus. Number seven, which is the final reason why we should stand for Jesus, why you must not deny Jesus. Say so you have power over every hindering creature. What are the things out there? that the devil wants to use to hinder you, you have power over them. Hallelujah. That's our text again, verse 39, Romans 8. He said, No hide, nor death, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That means nothing shall be able to separate us from the love of God. Hallelujah. And in Luke chapter 10, verse 19, Jesus said it explicitly there. He said, Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by... Any means, hurt you. What is he saying there? He has given you power to trample upon every demonic power, every demon, every devil, whatever name they are called, principalities and powers. He has given you authority to trample upon them and say, nothing will hurt you. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, Romans 8, thirty one says, What well, then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Nobody. Nobody. If God is for you, who can Be against you, nobody. The second aspect of our standing for Jesus that we want to look at is hindrances to standing for Jesus. That's number two. Hindrances to standing for Jesus. And I have here number one circumstances, number two, our creatures. And number one, circumstances, what do we mean by that? Could have tribulation, could we have distress, could we have persecution, could have famine, nakedness, peril or sort that the enemy may want to use to make you you know, to hinder you from walking with Jesus. Romans 8, verse 36 says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ, shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword. These are things that the devil can use to make you to want to renounce your walk with Jesus. And in 2 Timothy, chapter 4, verse 10, Paul said there, he said, For demons have forsaken me, having loved this present world, and has departed for Thessalonica, Christians for Galatia, Titus for Damatia. What's Paul saying there? so Demas has forsaken the cause of the gospel he, because of the love of the world. And remember the Bible says in in uh, uh, John there, chapter 2, if you read 15, 17, the Bible said we should, say, we should not love the world and the things are in the world. Say said because the, uh, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, they are of the world. And whoever loves them the love of the Father is not in him. Demons choose to love this, and that's what Paul is saying there that he has departed from him because of the love of the world. So we must not allow the love of the world to take us away from Jesus. Beloved, don't allow the love of the of the world to take you away from Jesus. You cannot best stand for Jesus because he's your Lord and He's your Savior. Then we talk of creatures that may want to. Impede your walk with Jesus. What are the creatures like death, like angels, like principalities, powers, things present, things to come? That's what Romans 8.38 says. Therefore, I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come. They should not be able to stop you from working with the Lord. Because James chapter 4, verse 7 says, Therefore submit to God, receive the devil, and we will flee from you. He will flee from you. He will flee from you. And Luke 10, we've read verse 10 before. He said, Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Then verse 10 says, Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, as the spirits are subject to you. But rather rejoice, because your names are written in heaven. What is he saying? The spirits are subject to you. And so they cannot prevent you. From standing for Jesus, Hallelujah, Hallelujah! Somebody's out there. I say the spirit is subject to you. Whatever the demons are doing, whatever the devil is doing in your life, in your home, in your situation, in your business, I declare right now that they are subject to you. And as you speak to them, they will obey. In the name of Jesus. Now, finally, let's look at the pillars for standing for Jesus as the third aspect of our discussion this uh, day, this morning. Pillars for standing for Jesus. And these pillars are derived from Ephesians chapter six, verse fourteen to verse eighteen. We all know what's there. That's the armor of God. The armor of God. Ephesians six, fourteen to eighteen. It is stand therefore, having gathered your ways with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery dust of the wicked one, and take the hammer of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always, without prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end, without perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Hallelujah. So we see there the pillars for standing for Jesus. Number one, truth. It calls you the belt of truth. Truth. John 17, verse 17, us says, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. That was Jesus speaking. That means <clears throat> the word of God is the truth. So we must learn to imbibe the teachings of the word of God. Stay on the word of God. Truth, that's one of the pillars you need for standing for Jesus. Number two, righteousness. That's the breastplate of righteousness. Breastplate of righteousness. That's what covers your vital area. The chest from every dart the enemy may want to throw you away. And we're not talking of the righteousness that comes by the law, that the Bible says, filthy as rats. But rather, we're talking about the righteousness that comes through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 3, verses 7 and 9, Paul talks about it there. He said, but what things were again to me... Thus I have counted loss for Christ. Yet indeed I also count all things loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish, that I may gain Christ. And be found in him, not having my own righteousness which is from the law, but that which is true faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from, from God by faith. So he's talking about the righteousness that comes from God. Not human righteousness, not righteousness that come by the law, it's righteousness that come by faith in Christ Jesus. The righteousness that God sees in us. Oh, when He looks at us, not our own righteousness, but the righteousness of Jesus Christ. So that's righteousness. Ah, that's one of the pillars for standing for Jesus. And number three pillar is gospel, the gospel of peace. The Bible says, You shall your feet with the gospel of peace. And we see in Isaiah chapter 52, verse 7, the Bible says how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good, time, good news, who proclaims peace, who brings glad tidings of good things, who proclaims salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. So we have to be involved in the preaching of the gospel. Hallelujah. That's one of the pillars for making us stand for you. In fact, when you are preaching the gospel of Jesus, you are telling Jesus, I believe in you. I have believed in the gospel, and so I preach it, and that means you are standing for Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then the shield of faith is the fourth pillar there. Shield of faith. That's a shield with which you ward off every attack of the enemy. Romans 10 verse 17 says, So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That means you obtain that shield, that shield of faith, by constantly hearing the word of God. Hearing the word of God, meditating the word of God, studying the word of God, speaking the word of God, declaring the word of God, to build your faith. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. That means without faith you can't please God. So you need faith. You need that shield of faith Oh, as a pillar for standing for Jesus. And if you look at Galatians chapter 3 Verse 11, Romans chapter 1, verse 17, and also Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38. The same one single thing there, that the just shall live by faith. Hallelujah. So you need faith to remain, you know, working with Jesus, not, you know, renouncing him, standing for him all the time. Then number five, the pillar, number five, number five, helmet of salvation. Helmet of salvation. Helmet protects the vital area of our body. That's the head from being vulnerable to the attack of the enemy. So you need a helmet of salvation, and salvation is a helmet there. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 3 says, How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord, and was confirmed to us by those who heard Him? We can't escape it. We need that salvation. That's why Jesus came, so that we may obtain that salvation. And when you look at Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 13, 9 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's all you need to be saved. It said, because whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Beloved, are you there? you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, if you call upon him this morning, this moment, this hour, he will answer you, he will save you. He said, because as you declare him from your mouth, he... Will save you, because confession is made with the mouth, and you believe in your heart. Hallelujah! That's salvation. The number six, the six pillar. That's the word, the word of God. That's the sword of the spirit, the sword of the spirit. That the sword by which you attack the opponent, the devil, the enemy. Hallelujah! That's an attacking, you know, weapon, and that's uh, the sword of the spirit, the word. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 tells us by the, for the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged soul, piercing even to the vision of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow and is a dishonor of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And Revelation chapter 12 verse 11 says they overcame him by the blood of a lamb and by the word of their testimony and they did not love their lives to the death. So, beloved, you need the word of God as the sword of the spirit to keep you know, attacking the the, the camp of the enemy and to keep overcoming. And finally, I said, the final pillar there is prayer, 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 prayer. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17 says, pray without ceasing, without ceasing. James chapter 5, verse 16 says, confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. So the effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. And, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 7 says, But the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious and watchful in your prayer. So, prayer is, is, is very important if you're going to stand for Jesus. You need it. You need it. You need it. You need it. That's the seventh pillar there. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Beloved. <clears throat> Hallelujah. We must stand for Jesus. I want to encourage you. You must stand for Jesus. Nothing must make you to renounce Jesus. Nothing must make you to back out. Having put your hand to the plow, you must not look back. And the Lord will help you in the name of Jesus. I will conclude this uh, podcast, this message by... Referring us once again to Ephesians chapter 6, this time we're going to look at verses 10 and 11. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 and 11. Verse 10 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And verse 11 says, Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And that's my counsel to every one of you, my beloved ones, today. Every one of you, every one of my listeners, I'm counseling you, I'm begging you, I'm pleading with you, like this scripture is saying right now, that you be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And it says that you put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And the Lord will keep strengthening you. The Lord will keep keeping you. You will not fall. You will not fall. You will not fall. In the name of Jesus. You will keep standing for Jesus. And Jesus will keep celebrating you. Honoring you. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Perhaps you are out there and you have not known Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. I want to give you that opportunity right now to come to Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior. He wants to save you. He wants to make you a part of the family of God. And if you're there, you want to take that decision right now, you just say these words after me from a heart of I mean a genuinely repentant heart. Just repeat these words after me and the Lord God will save you. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today to confess and repent of my sin. Forgive me, Lord, cleanse me, sanctify me and make me your own. Fill me with your spirit and help me to begin to live for you. I severe my loyalty to the devil and I choose to live for you from today. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I bless you, Lord God, for my brethren, Lord, who have chosen to come unto you today. Lord, they are yours then lord god i know jesus like you have promised whoever comes to you will not reject that as they come to you today lord you will not reject them accept them oh lord god build them lord mold them lord make them what you want them to be for you Lord god that they will fulfill destiny they will fulfill your counsel not the counsel of the enemy in the name of jesus that having put their hands to the plow lord they will never look back that at the end of their work here on earth oh god they receive the crown that you have for those who are faithful in working with you, in the name of Jesus. They've severed their loyalty, their allegiance to the devil, nothing. The devil, we have nothing in them anymore and he will not be able, Lord God, to hold anything upon on them anymore. He will not be able to pull them back. But Lord, they will keep trampling upon serpents, upon scorpions, upon all the power of the enemy and the enemy will not be able to hurt them in any way, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Cleanse them, O Lord God, make them your own and begin to walk through them, walk in them, walk for them. Amen. Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Beloved, I want to congratulate you for taking the decision to accept Jesus into your life this day. I want you to know the greatest decision any man can make is a miraculous, you know, thing that can take place in a man's life. And I want to encourage you, please, look for a Bible-believing church around you. Begin to, to fellowship with them. Begin to worship with them. Begin to study the Word with them. Begin to, you know, learn the things of God with them. And as you do that, the Lord will build you, the Lord will make you what he wants to make you in life. And it shall be well with you in the name of Jesus. And perhaps you have any query, you have any question, you have anything troubling your mind that you want answers to, please feel free to communicate with me on the telephone number that will be dictated at the end of this podcast, or you can reach me on through the email address, and I will be glad to respond to your queries. The Lord bless you regood. good. Hallelujah. Before we bring the podcast to a close, please, let's quickly say some few prayers. And the first prayer point here says, My Father and my God, keep me strong, diligent, and undistracted in my walk with you. Let nothing ever separate me from your love. My Father and my God, keep me strong, diligent, and undistracted distracted in my walk with you. Let nothing ever separate me from your love. Prayer. My Father, my God, I pray, O Lord God, that you keep me strong, keep me diligent, you keep me undistracted, uncompromised in my walk with you, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Let nothing ever separate me from your love, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Let nothing ever separate me from your love. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. We're going to pray a second prayer. point. Say, my Father, my God, Help me to always make Jesus my focus and anchor in life. Keep me resolute in my desire to always bless you. My Father and my God, help me to always make Jesus my focus and anchor in life. Keep me resolute in my desire to always please you. Prayer. My Father, my God, I pray that you help me to always make Jesus my focus and anchor in life. In the name of Jesus, keep me, O Lord God, resolute in my desire to always please you. Oh Lord, help me that I'll be resolute in my desire to please you at all times. Help me to always make Jesus my focus and the anchor of my life. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. And finally, we're going to pray. The third prayer point. My Father, my God. "'Clothe me with your whole armor, that I will always withstand the dust of the devil. "'Keep me strong in the power of your might, always standing my ground for Jesus. "'My Father and my God, clothe me with your whole armor, that I will always withstand the dust of the devil. "'Keep me strong in the power of your might.' Always standing my ground for Jesus. Prayer. My Father, my God, I pray, o Lord God, that you clothe me with your whole armor, that I will always withstand the dust of the devil in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, keep me strong in the power of your might. Always standing my ground for Jesus. That I will not yield, oh, Lord God, I will not shift ground for him. I will not yield unto the devil. Lord, I will keep standing for Jesus in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Father, we thank you and bless you once again for today. We give you glory and honor. Thank you for the privilege you've given us once again to receive your word. Thank you, Father, because you will help us, Lord, to always stand for Jesus. Oh, to stand for the cause of the gospel of Jesus in this world. We will not be moved. We will not be shaken. We will not renounce Jesus. We will not deny him as our Lord and Savior. We will keep walking with him. We will remain faithful Oh, Lord God, to him we remain uncompromising, uncontaminated in this world in the name of Jesus. I pray for my brethren, everyone on that sound of my voice, everyone of my listeners, I pray for you, brethren, that you will not fail God. You will not fail God. You will not, you will not deny Jesus. Oh, you will not. You will not. You will keep standing for him day by day. Keep doing his bidding in the name of Jesus. You. Keep looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. Oh, for the joy that was set before him, despise a shame, the ridicule, the pain, the crucifixion that he had to face, that you will keep heaven in view. You will keep glory in view. You will keep joy in view. And you will not renounce Jesus. You will not fail Jesus. You will keep standing for him and for the gospel. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We bless and we honor you. I pray for every one of you that as you go into this new week, the Lord will be with you. The Lord will keep you. The Lord will uphold you. shall be well with you. Everyone, Everything you lay your hands upon shall prosper because God has chosen to prosper you everywhere you turn you will meet with favor because god has chosen to favor you in every of your dealings you will see god manifesting his glory manifesting his majesty manifesting his beauty in your life through your life for you in the name of jesus it shall be well with you when we meet again next week shall be for joy for celebration for testimonies In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We bless and we honor your name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. God bless you, brethren. Till we meet again next week for the next podcast. The Lord bless you, Rico. Remain blessed and keep loving Jesus.
0: Believe you've been blessed by today's message. For inquiries and further spiritual help, you can reach Dr. Charles Abiodu on... Plus two three four eight zero nine six two three seven three zero zero, plus two three four eight zero nine six two three seven three zero zero, or you can send an email to Word Explorers Ministry at gmail.com. Till we come your way again next week, remain blessed and rapturable.